This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Up to Date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. Well, diabetes is a major health concern in Jackson County. In fact, it's a major health concern across the state as about 15% of Missouri's population lives with diabetes. Now, Jackson County officials want to know why the cost of insulin is soaring. The county has filed a lawsuit against insulin manufacturers and pharmacy benefit managers demanding answers. The county says insulin costs less than $2 per drug to create and currently has uh, carries list prices of $300 to $700 compared to a list price of 20 bucks in the late 1990s. Joining us on to talk about this is Dr. Brandon Barthel. He's an assistant professor at Truman Medical Center. And Dr. Barthel, nice to have you here. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Long-time well, listener, first-time caller. Well, nice to have you here. What do you make of this lawsuit, and does Jackson County have a point? Um, yeah, I think they have a great point. I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, you know, many of my patients struggle with insulin pricing, Um I myself, I have diabetes, uh, and I have since the 90s, and, you know, I've seen my insulin prices go up over time, which is typically, you know, the opposite of what you expect when, uh, once the R&D costs are paid off and the prices should be going down over time. So Research and development you're talking about. Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. something's definitely wrong there, in my opinion. Do you have a, any reason why the cost has gotten so high? Um, I think because it's basically a completely, you know, it's an inelastic market. I mean... As a as a person with type 1 diabetes, I have no choice over whether I can take insulin or not. I absolutely have to have it. And so no matter what the price is, I'm going to have to try and find a way to pay for it. Huh. That's pretty cynical. It's hard to hear. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, we learned in medical school when Frederick Banting invented diabetes or invented uh, insulin in the 1920s, um, you know, they he declined to uh, monetize it or... or uh, uh, you know, patented in any way, sold the patent for a dollar wow. um, with the idea that it would be available for anybody, but that's not how it's turned out, unfortunately. I'm wondering what doctors such as yourself are doing right now to address the insulin affordability crisis with your own patients. Yeah, so um, it depends on where you work. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes our options are very limited. Um, I would say on a on a global scale, hopefully what a lot of us are doing is is contacting our elected representatives and, you know, making our voices heard um, because we're the people who are seeing, you know, seeing our patients impacted. Um, Locally here in Kansas City at University Health, formerly Truman Medical Center, um, we are fortunate to have some programs for uh, that, that can help with insulin prices, some of which are uh, uh, dependent on being a Jackson County resident and um, income thresholds and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, the difficult part is that a lot of the time we don't know our patients are having problems because they may, they may not mention it, they may be embarrassed, mm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I've heard something about the Truman discount when it comes to insulin prices and how it can help Kansas Cityans who need their insulin. Yeah, so we have a few different discount options. Um, so, uh, so one is the Truman discount, which is, um, like I mentioned, it, it uh, generally for people where they may not uh, qualify for Medicaid and they're Jackson County residents with a certain income threshold, and they're going to uh, receive a discount card that will help with several different medications, and we kind of have a, you know, a formulary for that, and we're fortunate that some insulins are on that list. Um, there's also a more widely available type of discount called the 340B program that other hospitals have. 
It's generally seen at um, institutions that are paying that are seeing uh, patients um, of lower socio income uh, socioeconomic status. Um, so we do have the, the that program available um, for some of our patients. We'll be right back. You know, doctor, what happens when a diabetic can't afford his or her insulin? I mean, I assume sacrifices and hard decisions have to be made. Yeah. And so, so like I said, I mean, a lot of the times as, as physicians, we may not even know about it uh, because, you know, I don't always know until my patients bring it up. Sometimes I have patients where they, they you know, offhandedly mention it sometime that, oh, you know, I paid $250 for insulin this month and they may have qualified for something that could have helped, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably we need to be, you know, asking everybody as, as part of our standard income or standard intake process of, uh, you know, are you having difficulty paying for insulin, that sort of thing. What happens to them, um, you know, in the worst case scenario would be life-threatening things, especially in the case of patients with type 1 diabetes or uh, where they have no native insulin production. They're absolutely dependent on exogenous insulin. Um, on the other side of things, you may have patients who can kind of get by, um, but you're looking at, you know, higher risk of long-term complications. Hmm. You know, and so they have, they struggle a little bit. Um, you hear about rationing. Is that something that diabetics end up doing? For sure. For sure. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's people making really difficult choices about, um, you know, what they're going to pay for this month and what they're not. Um, and so, again, that's something that our patients don't always admit to because they're, they're embarrassed or ashamed. Um, sometimes, you know, you have to very pointedly ask about it. Um, but definitely it's something that we see is, is uh, you know, this, this week or this month I have to decide, you know, maybe I need to leave off my antihypertensives or I need to leave off my lipid medication so I can afford my insulin, which is, you know, slightly more important or, or the more critical, like, life-supporting medication. What do you want to see happen here? Where should diabetes care go? So I think the most important thing is is affordability and access. Um, we have a lot of uh, tools. So insulin aside, we have um, some newer non-insulin medications that are also frequently in the news that are very helpful but very expensive. We have new technologies like continuous glucose sensors um, insulin pumps, which have been around for a while. So we have a lot of options for people, but it's generally for people who have really good insurance or, you know, who can pay for it. So I think the most important thing is getting access for people, uh, to the really great tools that we already have and making it more equitable. So everybody has access to them. Boy, this is tough stuff to talk about and tough to hear about as well. That's Dr. uh, Brandon Barthel. He's an assistant professor at Truman Medical Center. Dr. Barthel, thanks so much for coming in and sharing your uh, expertise with us. Much appreciated. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.